With the inception and traction that blockchain and crypto has gathered, the world is possibly on the verge of the largest evolution since the mainstream of the internet. Given the fluidity and dynamic nature of this technology, business leaders, enthusiasts, and veterans all need to band together to navigate the current and upcoming storms. Participants in Web 3.0 want a trusted resource that gives them pertinent information about projects, tokens, technology, and businesses. We are business people talking the business of crypto. We are YWales. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Y Whales, wherever you are. Uh, we have another amazing NFT today with Burn One. Uh, I want to kind of start off by always, you know, with these shows, it's hard because we record them. Um, so I'm going to start kind of giving a few disclosures up in the front. Uh, number one, I have not invested in this team. Uh, this is this is a uh, an unsolicited podcast here. And two, just for reference of where we are in the world. Um, let's see, where is. Bitcoin is currently at 38,000 and climbing. Uh, it, was, it dropped all the way down to almost 33. Uh, so we're kind of on our way back up. So there, there's where we are in the world today. Lewis, so, so tell me how you, uh, you, you got into you know, blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and, and um, where you so came from, So I got to say, in about 2015, 2014, 2015, I'm a high school teacher uh, by trade. I also am a, am a tech nerd. I have a, a computer repair business and uh, tech support. And, um, I had a, uh, a colleague who was the IT guy at a school that I worked at. And he, back in 2014 was like, I'm mining Bitcoin. Uh, you should check it out. <laughs> and, and the bar was too high. It was just too, um, I, I don't know. It was too, uh, abstract. I think, um, to, to make that jump for me and, um, kicking myself for sure now that I didn't jump on board, but, um, I've always been really interested in it. And in the last, over the last couple of years, I've gotten significantly more interested in it. Um, my background is, uh, is in, in tech support and, and living in that tech world. And, um, you know, the more I've heard, had, had heard about, uh, about, cryptocurrency and then the uses for it, um, how it works with, uh, supply chains and how it is, it's such an incredibly versatile, um, and simple, um, coding language. A lot of it is, um, that, you know, it, it seemed like it was definitely not going away. And so I, I started dabbling and then I really started dabbling. 
That's fun. Yeah. And, and don't feel bad. Uh, I, I threw away a hundred Bitcoins back in 2010 because they weren't going anywhere. There was no real use case for them. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, I can't ever claim the OG cause I was not an original believer. Um, and it takes everyone some time to understand and get there. For me, it was smart contracts, uh, was really what dynamically changed the game. Um, and to see those kind of being able to execute mm-hmm. on chain. Yeah. 100%. So, um, you know, you, you've got an IT background, you, you've been in and around it. Have you, um, you know, where, where did NFTs come from? Were you, were you uh, a punk holder? Did you jump into this early or are you, you still kind of waiting to see? No, uh, you know, uh, the, the NFT stuff came actually later for me. Um, I, I, I jumped on the, the cryptocurrency bandwagon. Um, I heard about VeChain and, uh, and really just kind of fell in love with the concept of VeChain and about, you know, how, um, how a cryptocurrency can have a, you know, as a digital asset has a real legitimate, um, function within supply chains and within, um, within the real world, um, that it wasn't just kind of funny money that it had a use case. And, um, and so I started digging in and, and, um, and I kind of never, never looked back. Um, but it wasn't so much NFTs. Uh, it was more about, uh, real, uh, legitimate utility coins and projects. Yeah. And there's a big difference there. Um, you know, and and so again, to educate our viewers and I'm happy to chime in, but what's the difference between an art and a utility? Uh, oh gosh. Um, so, you know, for, for, well, actually, you know, the funniest thing is that, I think that the most useful utility-based NFTs have, I think, kind of been the most uh, productive for me. Uh, I've had the best ROI with them. And, and their utility is kind of funny, you know, where uh, obviously not all of them are funny. But, I mean, as far as utility NFT, um, I believe Italy is doing uh, using NFTs to um, and blockchain to validate vaccinations, I think. I'm fairly certain that you know different countries are starting to adopt um, NFTs and different blockchain um, technologies to um, you know the way that they're the way that blockchain can be that you know it's got one u- immutable um, smart contract that shows that you've done something or you know a, a POOP or something along those lines. Um, but you know, there's obviously the art aspect too, where um, there is a lot of monkeys out there, man, there's a lot of apes, uh, to buy, uh, lots so much utility, but when you get into the, the rarity aspect of it, then all of a sudden they can skyrocket. And if you've got a, a ton of different people who are really interested in that, uh, particular, um, that particular NFT, it can go real big. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, again, and, and so let's go ahead and pivot over to, to burn one. Um, because you guys are, are clearly again mm-hmm. you know, entering this space. Um, is this your first is, NFT yeah. project, or it is actually okay? So, so let's hear the elevator pitch so, and dive um, into it. One of so what Burn One is is we are um, we're a blockchain company that is looking at developing uh, tech to work within the cannabis industry and to leverage some of the greed and to make it so that. Uh, so that everybody has a space at the table. Uh, there's prohibition from the top to the bottom, from banking to, um, to access to loans, 
um, even to just like simple fiat on ramping where um, there's uh, it's difficult to well actually shoot I mean the prohibition against cryptocurrency in itself you know so we're working in within this really wild uh, Venn diagram <laughs> of uh, of prohibition from all these different angles. And um, one of the things that we initially had said that we wanted to do was do an NFT launchpad. And uh, really, we wanted to do an NFT marketplace. And we realized that we didn't really want to reinvent the wheel. And so the NFT launchpad um, was one of these ideas that, you know, so many artists and musicians and celebrities are looking around going, hey, how do I do this? How do I get into it? And um, and because we um, we knew that we had. um we had the skills to uh, to grab the bull by the horns and um, and tackle this um, tackle a lot of things. Creating a business within the blockchain world is a little tricky, um, but you know we had the know how and um, and so we decided that we would we would partner with a nonprofit in the space and um, and try to help use uh, use NFTs use blockchain in order to um, in, in order to raise an incredible amount of money. Um, to support this nonprofit. So, so you just said, you know, uh, doing a business in blockchain is difficult. Give me, give me some examples. Uh, you know, we, this is what we do. We, we operate numerous businesses in, in crypto mm-hmm. blockchain, you know, web three, what, what part have you found that's well, most challenging? Work, that Venn diagram is the most difficult, you know, um, the obviously, obvious the, uh, the worry about sec implications, uh, of just being within cryptocurrency at all. Um, that there is, uh, very vague, uh, rules and expectations about, um, about taxation. I mean, you know, obviously not too vague. It's, you know, kind of, if you throw that 30%, um, tax on top of it, it becomes a little bit more straightforward, but, um, you know, working within cannabis and cryptocurrency has been really difficult just because of, uh, partially the banking portion. Um, where we can't, it's very difficult to do transfers. Um, there's a prohibition against, uh, a ben, uh, really against any business that has a hands-on connection to cannabis. Um, and so when we made our first donation, it wasn't huge. You know, I mean, it was twelve thousand dollars, but we tried to do a wire, um, a wire of that twelve thousand dollars from our local bank to uh, Bank of America, and it failed like four or five times. And we couldn't figure it out. You know, I kept saying, I mean, I did all the paperwork correct everything it was really straightforward it was just a wire and um and finally i called the bank and i I asked to speak with the manager and um and what the what the woman came back and said was that i'm sorry but um you know this we talked to central and they said that and this was to donate to a 501c3 you know to me this is a federally recognized nonprofit. It should be very very straightforward it wasn't about you know it wasn't about drug dealing or, uh, or anything, you know, it was about helping people. And so, uh, she said that, you know, because it had anything to do with cannabis, we cannot do this transfer. And that's the crux of, of why web three and and crypto and blockchain is, is going to really just, Mm -hmm. you know, eat the world. Um, you know, the thought, the thought of centralization of someone who made an arbitrary decision that, that, precluded a, a, five, yeah. a registered 501c3 from receiving funds from a verified source, you know, is, is that's, 
in, in our book, that's not okay. Um, and, and to make it difficult, uh, to, to work with charities based on, you know, a, a small percentage or not, sometimes just a single person's political views is, is very, uh, anti No, I, I 100% almost. agree. And it made it very difficult and, and it, uh, it really galvanized our, res- uh, our resolve, you know, that this is the correct direction and that, um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it literally it's, it's, uh, technology prohibition. You know, where we, we, we're not able to, we're not supposed to really create this. I, I think that that's kind of the general feeling that, you know, when the SEC is going after, um, uh, really large, uh, what was it? Um, was it Coinbase, right? Where, um, Coinbase wasn't able to do staking. I mean, it's kind of absurd. Yeah, they were they were going to do a stable coin uh, staking. I think it's six six percent. So it's very similar. Just like basically, move your cash in. Yeah. We'll give you six yeah. percent for it just sitting in your account. Right. Exactly. Anybody can do it. Why? Why in the world would you have any? It's it just isn't. It's you know so often because now I'm I'm neck deep in in uh, in this whole world. People will say you know I mean uh, what is like what, what is it? What is cryptocurrency? And my answer usually is, do you have Venmo? You know, I mean, have you ever tried to transfer uh, money to a friend or a family by pressing a button on your phone? And, and the answer is that pretty much everybody has, you know, most people have, you know, Zelle or Venmo or PayPal. And, um, you know, why in the world would we try to create any kind of prohibition against something that is uh, a better version of what we already have, a better progression? You, you know, it, it's um, it's very similar to the challenges you're dealing with. And, you know, thinking back to really the, the, the early stages of Web 1, <clears throat> we, we had the same slight mm-hmm. issue with music. A very simple, very small files. I mean, you, you think back, um, you know, your average MP3 back in the day was maybe one, two megs. They were very small, uh, you know, low res files. And and Napster gained popularity quite simply because people could, didn't have access right. to Tower Records. They didn't have access uh, to to the music they wanted, and so they found a way. And and clearly, you know, Napster was was deemed illegal, and and you know, uh, nothing great was was happening from from the perspective of government um but but through them banning the technology and trying to really you know go after legally this you know we can see the results you know the the record stores that that fought for the legislation to shut this down are now no longer in business uh the music company has been turned upside down left and right 16 times and and i think we're going to eventually see the the same thing happen with tradfi um and and whether they feel they can control it absorb it i I hear all the time from from large very well-educated uh people in the banking industry that they're just going to stop it. They're just going to shut down DeFi. And, you know, that that's really a concern that they believe that that's even possible when you're, when you're talking peer to peer. Um, now that's not every bank. Um, that's, that's, you know, there's a lot that are very, being very progressive and moving forward. And so we hope to hear it, but clearly bank of America, <laughs> we all know where they stand right. on, on innovation. And, uh, and you know, you know, the result of, of Napster so, so, shutting down was, uh, was more, um, faster peer-to-peer sharing protocols, you know, um, and, and greater decentralization methods, you know, with torrenting. Um, so there is, there is a way, and I mean, it's just going to be the evolution of technology. 
Yeah, it's definitely going to come in. So, so there was one of your challenges, just again, the traditional banking system, which, which clearly is, you know, blockchain and cryptocurrencies are, are working to, would prefer to work hand in hand with, but you know, if they're going to be pushed off to the side, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, it, it's not stoppable at this point. And I think that's the biggest thing that most people understand, but, but shifting back to, to, uh, to burn one, what, 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 you know, t- talk more about kind of the mission, vision values of, of what um, you guys are doing. So, so our goal, we use the term rocket fuel a lot. Um, our, our hope is to, uh, to be basically like the, the, the toms of cannabis in the tech world, um, where we, um, we have a solid project. Uh, one of the things that we're doing is we're, we, well, ultimately what we want to do is, uh, is have blockchain, uh, supply management, um, with dispensaries to farms. Um, we've got a, uh, one of our chief strategist is, uh, is Greg Steinberg and he's the, um, he's the CEO of Belushi's farm. And so, um, Greg is, is definitely helping us, um, in a lot of those directions and, um, and will be in the future, uh, helping us with the connections inside of the industry. Um, but, you know, ultimately we want to, uh, to try to fix some of the, um, or maybe not fix, but just kind of fill in the gaps with blockchain that, um, that you, um, you don't necessarily have, um, a super clear supply management in non-blockchain, um, applications. Um, so there's that our mission, um, is to, you know, everything that we're going to do and everything that we're doing, there's a percentage that comes out of it off the top that we are using to, um, to support nonprofits and our partners. Um, and, uh, you know, one of them is Weldon Angeles who, uh, who served, uh, 13 years in prison for about $900 of cannabis. Um, and, and he was actually put in there. He was a producer of Snoop Dogg and, and Tupac and just these incredible artists back in the, uh, in the late nineties. And he was arrested for, uh, about $900 worth of cannabis on three different times. And, and he got slapped with, uh, 50 years, 55 years of mandatory minimums. And, uh, he basically has a, <laughs> he has the, um, the understanding of, uh, you know, of, of a really huge, <laughs> he has the understanding of a lawyer. Um, he walked out of prison knowing really everything top to bottom about the criminal justice system. So we, we heard his story and, uh, and we decided to partner with him and, um, and to use, um, part of our revenue, um, to help him out. So that's, that is the mission is to, is to do good things and to do well at the same time. Um, the other thing is that we have lots of we have a lot of different um, uh, different focuses. Uh, one of them is uh, is creating uh, proof of purchase systems and integrating them inside of dispensaries, uh, where you basically create a bank account um, that allows you to fund the bank account and then use blockchain um, to do the transfer, which is really kind of different. Um, where you know, once again, we're kind of like working around the issue with the system and fixing it with blockchain. Um, you're not generally in, in a lot of dispensaries, you're not allowed to use so, fiat or you're not allowed to use credit cards because of prohibition. And so we're using private blockchain. So, okay. So you, you're going to create a, a, a private blockchain that people could put in a token. I'm assuming, assuming mm-hmm. like a burn one token. And then at their point of, then when they're at point of purchase, they can use their accounts. Yeah. And so it goes from fiat into the, uh, the burn one, we're calling it burn one alpha, burn one alpha. And then that makes the transaction at the, uh, at the point of purchase. 
How how is the is the token valued, or what oracle you're using, or or obviously these you know most tokens are relatively <clears throat> volatile unless you're talking about stable it's a stable coin. coin. So so what um, um, with with the USDT okay, so make, basically. Okay, so you're 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 uh, pairing one to one with USDT. Interesting. So yeah, let's let's talk about technology a little bit because you know we're we're you've you've already stated there's quite a few things going on. Um, so so let's talk about the the tech the tech team around it because you know now you've got a token, you've got some NFTs, you've got some utility behind the NFTs, you have integration mm-hmm. into POS systems um, and dispensaries, and uh, you know some sort of proof of proof of purchase uh, type receipt that you're going to hold on to. So so there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of blockchain tech. Here. We're busy. Uh, we're busy. Actually, our CTO. Um, he, uh, our CTO's uh, daughter had a horrible um, motorcycle accident, and so he's been sort of out of commission. and uh, And we've been pushing the ball uh, without him. Hopefully, uh, in the next couple of months, uh, he'll he will come back online. But um, you know, as far as tech, there are so many different ways that um, that blockchain, that NFTs, that cryptocurrency can do really fantastic work. Uh, a, a really simple one, if we're just talking about the NFTs, is um, is you know obviously people buying nfts for their intrinsic value the art side um weldon is uh as a producer he has a treasure trove of um of music uh that was produced you know well that he had produced with people like tupac um people like snoop dogg um and so a lot of this stuff is unreleased and uh and so when we first started talking with him he said you know i I've been thinking about making an album. Um, maybe we could do something on the blockchain. So right now, what we're endeavoring to do um, is basically make a a blockchain album that will um, that will be put together um, through these five next drops. Okay, <clears throat> so so just to be clear, we now have a token, <laughs> NFT, a music album, uh, a, a a POS yep. integration, um, yep. as well as a stablecoin. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. Busy, busy. Out. So so with the the NFT drop, it's it's a hybrid audiovisual. So it's it's actually um, both artwork from John Jennings, who is a uh, who is a two time um, New York Times bestseller. Um, he won the Hugo award. He is a professor at Riverside, California. Um, he is just uh, a man of many, many talents. And, um, and so he did this really, he's a comic book artist. He did this incredible portrait of Weldon. Um, and what we did on the tech side is we have, um, we've been putting it together, um, with an art generator and, uh, and turning this, this really unreal, w- I mean, it was so he basically did, you know, one piece and then he did a lot of other variations to it. And so we're taking it and breaking apart, obviously, the way that you can do with generative art. And, you know, we've created 4,200 different individual images. It's actually 29 million, <laughs> but, um, uh, okay. It, yeah, well, it's, it's fine. Um, but so, so we're putting that together, <laughs> coupling it with an unreleased Snoop song. And then, um, and then we're going to offer, so, the, the burn one token right now, we have one on Binance, but we're also going to launch one on ETH. And the tokens themselves will be used as rewards tokens. And so you'll be able to stake the NFT and then earn rewards um, for staking it, which people are already, people are buying the token okay. anyway. And so it'll be a buy and burn kind of thing when you use it in your in real life experiences. 
So it's not so so. There's a diminishing Correct. supply of these as as you burn them, burn one, burn one exactly, them, burn yep. more of them. Um, you, you have a, you have a staking protocol, and and um, I mean, gee, it, so so. The, the thing I would just want to keep coming back to is you have yep. a lot that you're working on. W- what's the roadmap like? Because I I, I just want to make sure I understand yep. the yep. order of these things that are coming out. Because you know, there's we talk to teams all the time that are have less less yep. daunting you know um, startups than you, and there's just a, so much tech that you guys have here. And I'm I'm, I'm I, I want to make sure I understand. So it's a we wheel. Can, we can get behind this effectively. So that's that's the roadmap. It's actually an image of a wheel um, where we've got a bunch of different okay. spokes. Not all of them are active right now. Um, eventually, more spokes will come online. Uh, what we're focusing on right now um, really is more on the NFT launchpad and also the proof of purchase. Uh, the proof of, proof of purchase is um, is. Okay. Uh, we got, so the proof of purchase is really a, a part of a partnership with a, a company called Rethink, and uh, Rethink does Rethink Banking, and so we're we're working with them um, with uh, to to create these proof of purchase uh, systems. Um, so it'll be Rethink or uh, Burn One powered, powered by Rethink, and um, and so okay. that the ball has been rolling with that for probably probably about four months or so. And, um, and it's just really a matter, uh, with the, uh, proof of purchase of, uh, of getting the API connected and a little bit more onboarding. Um, so that, that one's not too far away, but the, the biggest focus right now is actually, um, using blockchain actually for, uh, for seed funding for all the things that we want to do later on. Okay, and and what's the um, what's the intake for the for the seed funding that you're using? Is it yeah? So NFT so actually the burn the burn token? one um, the I'm sorry the uh, the NFT um, collection right now is actually called where there's smoke there's fire, and so the that's that's one of five um, that we have that we have planned uh, okay. currently, um, but acting as a launch pad um, and taking in taking a relatively minimal um, percentage off of it. Um, will allow us to uh, to build up our seed funding without having to to hit up VCs, basically. Fabulous, and and, and I think you said it a second ago, but you, yep. you guys are doing well, Binance? currently on Binance. Yep. Okay. Cur- currently, what's what's the thought? Pro- what's the experience been so far, and what's the thought process um, going forward? I like. I personally, I like Binance um, because of you know gas fees. Um, you know, it's, it's very straightforward. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm trying, we're trying to stay away from Ethereum. That being said, um, it's where the majority of transactions are. Um, so, um, it's, we're, so the next step, we're actually launching the NFT on Ethereum. Um, and so our next launch is going to be on, uh, it will be on Ethereum. We're going to launch our burn one rewards token on ETH. Okay. Um, However, um, I am a firm believer that Solana is um, is really the future and will probably um, compete with Ethereum in a very major way. Um, and I think that it really has already started. Uh, you know, I mean, the, we, we we have multiple projects being coded at this moment on Solana, so I, I can I can confirm and and uh, um, you know ga- gas gas fees are a problem, but you know there seems to be some smart people that are that yeah, are and about it. you know Solana. I mean the the biggest problem Solana was fixed yesterday um, with their lack of mobile app. Um, I don't know if you checked out the new Phantom Wallet. 
went it went went mobile yesterday, I think, or yep. the day before. And um, I've got to guess that you know, I mean, with the the mobile application, it's just going to allow so many more people to to access it. Yeah, I, 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 you know, again, I, as my own personal opinions, I don't believe in, in mobile, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, crypt, crypto, uh, at this time, I, yeah. I think that there's enough issues, uh, that you have to be, you know, secured on, uh, that being said, I know a lot of people do. And, and I, I, I have, uh, a lot of faith in the phantom team and the code behind mm-hmm. it. I think it's a really good product, but yeah, I mean, that's huge and massive and it'll continue to grow, yeah. but that's how early we are. I mean, we're so early that we can barely, um, you know, you know, barely even have the, the, understandings of, of a usable system. Yeah. And I think that mass adoption really is about making it easy for grandma. You know, when grandma starts talking about buying Dogecoin on Robinhood, um, things have shifted, you know, and, and that's why, that's why I feel, um, that the, the phantom wallet is such, is going to be such a big step for Solana that so many people are looking for that ease of access, you know, and being, and being, Oh, I, Absolutely. So, so, um, so we're, we're on, uh, one chain, yes, moving at a minimum, probably yeah. two more. We, we got, we got, we got a, you know, Baker's dozen, uh, projects going on. What, what's the size of your team? And, and, and again, so you're still in the kind of, you're early, yeah. like, and I want to yep. be clear about that. I'm not picking on you. I'm saying you're early. You're getting ready to do your yep. first round of, of raise. You've got some, some, you know, and this is, this is how most, you know, blockchain web three companies start is, is here's our vision. And, and, you know, either yep. people are going to jump behind it or, or they're not. And, you know, we, we do see a majority of, of projects fail. And, um, but, but, you know, so the part that we really like is the roadmap under Understanding if the money comes, how quickly can you deploy it and make use of it um, with the team that you have? So it's about creating revenue streams for us um, in in order to get okay. to get to the mountain. You know uh, the 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 uh, like I said, long game is um, is blockchain. You know, and creating a, pl- a private blockchain um, that would that would allow for uh, basically creating a, a V chain type um, a V chain type uh, ecosystem. So, so are you saying a level one or a side chain or what do you, what do you think? I mean, I would love it if it was a level one, okay. I would 100% love it okay. if it's a level one. And I know that, um, you know, we won't be able to get there unless we have all of these spokes firing and creating revenue. And so, um, you know, right now, big focus is just going to be NFTs at the moment, NFTs. And then the, the, um, the proof of purchase or the, uh, the, uh, point of purchase, you know, because the, the point of purchase is, uh, okay. is relatively straightforward. We have the connections in the industry and, uh, and it makes a lot of sense. And then, and then as far as that is concerned, um, what we want to do is we want to offer packages to dispensaries. Um, so, so often, um, you know, when you think about someone who's starting up a business, uh, especially for dispensary, there's a lot of moving wheels. Um, and I think because of prohibition, it becomes, uh, it becomes difficult to, to, to pick ways to, uh, to seed fund. Um, it's very difficult because of the banking prohibition mm-hmm. to seed fund. And we've, we've thought of some interesting ways about seed funding with, uh, using blockchain. Um, and then, uh, and then, having access to a, a point of purchase, which we would offer them, um, as well, you know, that's, those are, those are kind of the, the ideas and then, and then being integrated with the, the blockchain eventually as we get there. 
So, um, industry, you, you, you have a lot of partners yep. and that's good. That's key. Uh, it's nice to know that you, you've done your research before you enter market. We talked to some people that before they ever even do a single thing, they're already, you know, kind of, uh, building tech with, without a, a real, uh, industry insider to help them. So, so what's your, who on your team is, is kind of helping the inroads and, and what of the big industry guys are you guys working with today? Um, to develop so, uh, rethink, uh, rethink banking is, uh, is the, the biggie, uh, as far as a partnership is concerned um and that they have the fiserv uh, certification and uh they're um shoot i forget which bank it is that they're uh partner with i um I don't want to actually, I, I forget which bank it is that they're partnered with but sure. uh, it's it's a big one and um and they have the fiserv certification so so that's a that's a large portion of it in in uh in allowing it to come to fruition um, as far as the industry inroads, um, Greg Steinberg, who's the CEO of Belushi's Farm, as well as um, Project Greenway DNA, um, which is a, a really, really cool company that um, that uses your DNA to um, to tell you exactly what kind of cannabinoids are are the best fit for you, which is pretty interesting as far as the medical marijuana uh, movement is concerned. Uh, movement. Very interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, So he's the CEO of both of those, uh, both of those uh, businesses. And, um, and so he is really the one who is um, going to be dealing with some of the strategy as far as integration in the industry. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, Jumping, jumping back over into into kind of mm-hmm. the the next steps um, and and where you're at today. So as, as people say they they want to get involved, they want to start knowing more about Burn One. You know, what's the the best way to get involved, or for them to say, I like this, I want my local dispensary to potentially get involved. Or, are you at that point right to yet to start soliciting? You're going to um, laugh dispensaries, or you're going to laugh right now. Um, so we've actually. <laughs> We actually have developed. Uh, we, we have we have our own um, chocolate edibles and CBD edibles already for sale. <laughs> We're busy, man. We're busy. Um, you know, let's listen again. So we're adding, we're adding that you're, you're, uh, yep. you got your own products out there. Yep. So, okay. uh, how to get involved, um, and how to get a dispensary involved. Um, we, uh, we envision. Well, I mean, we, so we have a pretty, we have a discord, we've got a telegram group, we've got a pretty, um, incredible advisory board, um, that's, a, that really has been developed, um, to tell us what they think our ethical moves are. Um, and they're incredible yeah. so far. Um, they've been just, they've given, a, given us some really nice direction and, and told us to pump the brakes in specific places where we, we need to, um, as far as getting involved, we've got a website, uh, burn one dot today that, um, that has everything on it from A to A to Z, uh, with, with the exception of some of our internal roadmap that we, um, that we haven't really talked about too much. Um, but getting involved, you can, well, we've, we've tried to stay actually. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to not operate, um, with a lot of baggage. Um, I know we have a lot of different, um, of different ways of making revenue, but we, we have tried to sort of make it so that, uh, we're not taking out loans. We're not hitting up VCs. Um, we want to try to do it on our own steam. Um, so that, um, you know, each one of those revenue arms that we create will help with powering the engine um, so that we can move toward that ultimate blockchain. 
Yeah, I mean, and let's be clear, it's a it's a big engine. These are these are very ambitious and very large um goals that you guys have. I mean, and clearly it's and again, everyone has to start from somewhere. We're very early in web three. Um, and I think it's interesting to see that the merger of a very nascent young technology blockchain and cryptocurrencies, you know, integrating with again a very old one. You know, which is which is uh, you know marijuana and everything else, but the industry, which in certain parts of the world is very mature, the U.S. it's still still going to take some time to adoption. So that that begs: is this a local play, or have you talked to international um, international dispensaries that exist? We have not gone global yet. We have not. Um, okay. It has been. We started out with the the ideal that you know we wanted to um, we wanted to get as big as possible. But the reality is that we need to be local first. Um, we need to figure out what works best w- with dispensaries here first, um, because we already have our own um, intricacies here in the United States. And and to try to uh, to work on on a, an international scene would be um, it would be a big spoke that I don't think we're cr- quite ready for yet. I, I just want to point out it. It took a, a little over thirty minutes for for me to finally get you to say like that we we have our we have our our projects we're not doing anymore. So I, I love hearing that because um, it is so easy to go to go so wide and go to go you know attack so many different problems. Um, it's it, like I said, it sounds like you have an amazing roadmap. So many things going on. Um, <clears throat> what else you seen in and around the industry that that you just absolutely are, are loving? I mean, there's there's collaborative projects, and one of the things that I love about Web three more than anything else is the fact that the industry is so welcoming and so collaborative. I mean, you can fork. If you love Solana, you can go grab the code base and fork it and have your own level one based on where, where Solana is today. And, you know, that's just the reality of the world. Um, what do I, what, do, what am I excited about? Um, what, what, I mean, I guess one of the, one of the things that we're actually doing that we've, uh, it's just a matter of connecting an API at this point is actually a fiat on ramping app. Um, it's, and it's a, it's a web three app, okay. but, um, but trying, you know, making it so that crypto is more accessible, even fi- just financially. I mean, the fees in order to get in, um, are kind of, they're pretty darn high. And so we're trying to, we're trying to, to cut that. And that's another rethink partnership, um, thing. You know, I, I, my hope is that, is that crypto just becomes more accessible, um, and it's happening, you know, I mean, it, like I had referenced, you know, with grandma trading Dogecoin, um, you know, I think that, uh, I think that ETH 2.0 is going to be a big deal, you know, um, anything that, you know, for me, uh, proof of, proof of, uh, stake opposed to proof of work. And then some of these other, uh, technologies, um, that are more environmentally friendly that I'm excited about. Um, I'm sick of, I'm really, I'm really sick of crypto having a bad, a bad rap because of ETH and Bitcoin. (laughs) Yeah. That that ain't going away anytime soon. So, so what about, what about ETH2 has you excited? And if they do move to proof of stake, which they clearly have plans to do, does that change your, your Solana plans and you would just stay on ETH or, you know, where, where's that kind of, I think that's, you you know, I think that Solana has done the right thing from, from the get go. And, and I think that Solana has a lot of fans, um, and people who are, you know, kind of becoming fanboys of Solana because, you know, they did the right thing from the beginning. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't think that necessarily ETH was doing the wrong thing from the beginning. They were just doing what was available at the time. And, um, 
I, I think that um, being versatile as a business uh, is a good thing. Obviously, um, we are trying to be really, really versatile and we're all over the place in, in some ways, but, um, you know, we can see ourselves, uh, on a lot, on a number of different chains and doing different things within those chains. Um, you know, depending on what it is. I mean, there's, there are so many opportunities, there's play to earn, there's, um, I mean, just pick something and you can use crypto for it. I mean, even so our, our CTO actually, uh, works in the, the, um, video game industry, and is building video games that, um, you know, they have the ability to move things around using blockchain, um, you know, all of the, uh, all of the, um, what is it, DLC, you know, that's coming out with NFTs and being able to change the skin of a, a spaceship or, or your, you know, your fighting guy whatever it is um I, i'm not i'm i like video games but um i don't i don't i don't actually have enough time to play anymore um but that you know that kind of direction is it's incredible um you know that that nfts are are going are part of the video game world and it makes a lot of sense yeah i mean listen there's there's the limits are, are wide open right now. There, there's barely a glass ceiling. If you can think it, people are developing it. We watched Ohm go from a, a, a brand new technology that was just kind of a, a concept to, you know, three, three and a half, almost three and a half billion. Uh, they've come down very almost as fast as they went up. Um, but you know, again, it's, it's, it's really the playground of people trying to understand the technology, understand the use cases. Um, and, and so Lewis, I, I've got to applaud you and, and, uh, burn one team for really trying to understand this yourselves and trying to bring it to an industry that, that clearly needs uh, a little bit of deregulation needs a little bit of decentralization and, and again, access to, to capital and access to, uh, funds that, that are being denied to them, um, by, by the current regulations, even if it's available on the state level, even if it's uh, allowed at the federal level, there's there's just again the corporate interests sometimes are not aligned with uh, with with again certain others like yourself. Yeah, uh, and it really is. Um, I think that probably some of these prohibitions and, and regulations are are it's going to take a while before those calm down uh, and go away, and before certainly before some of the, the industry, the, the healing that needs to happen because of those regulations and prohibitions, um, you know, has, has occurred. So it definitely, I think that it it is, uh, it's a good opportunity for blockchain to get involved in that industry because it's in all of the other ones, it's mortgages, you know, it's banking, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Um, it, the metaverse, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We did not hear a, uh, burn one, uh, metaverse world yet. So we're, we still got more room on that. Yeah. Roadmap and to make and it you know, there. so there was, there was, uh, <laughs> you know, your question about other things that I'm excited about. It's kind of funny, but, um, you're familiar with Jasmine. So Jasmine, no. um, the, the founders of Jasmine are ex Sony, uh, CEOs. I mean, it's, it's this, uh, it's this okay. hit list of all of these incredibly huge Japanese, um, CEOs and, and big wigs. And, um, and they, they launched, uh, about a year ago and they went up to something like $5, uh, per token. And then they crashed because when Bitcoin crashed, they crashed also, and they were doing a lot of promotions, but, uh, what they're doing is data, d- uh, democratization. 
and uh, and taking owner of of your data, and that's their whole thing. And they're actually the first um, they're the first crypto uh, first legal cryptocurrency in Japan, and so they're being called Japan's hmm. Bitcoin. Um, and so I am really excited about Jasmine, and they're they went from five dollars down to a, a penny. So Lewis, just real quick, so we can understand what's the, what's the numbers or the tokenomics around the, the NFT, uh, token. Okay. So, uh, with where there's smoke, there's fire. It's being, uh, being released publicly on the fifth, uh, the private sale is actually on the fourth, uh, private sale is 20% off and it's being released at 0.42 ETH. Um, 65% of it is being donated directly to mission green. So a big chunk of what you're buying is, um, is a direct really it's a direct donation direct you know straight to a nonprofit. um it is uh as i said earlier it's a hybrid audio visual visual uh nft um it is a unreleased snoop dog track with beautiful work by john jennings um there are 4200 of them and each one of those nfts um it, you'll be able to stake it and earn burn one eth and um, there will be a ton of in real life experiences that we are tying to each one of these. So we have ultra rares that will allow you to, if you buy, if you're able to get all five of the collection, there are a couple things you'll be able to do. One of them is go and produce uh, produce a track with uh, with Weldon Angelus um, at his studio. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're talking about producing in a studio where, uh, and working with someone who produced for Tupac. So there's a massive draw to that. It's a really big deal. Um, the flip side of the coin in the art world. So that's a music in the art world, uh, will have, uh, IRL experiences where if you get all of our, um, all of our platinum, I'm sorry, diamond. Um, no, it's not diamond. I'm sorry. It's, a. Uh, it's comic book association stamps. Um, but if you, if you get all of those, uh, <laughs> you'll be able to go to, um, I believe, uh, I, it's either South by Southwest or comic con. One of the two, uh, we're trying to work all of that out, but, uh, we have really just, just incredible in real life experiences. You know what? It's, uh, it, it, listen, it, it's amazing to hear, um, you know, again, the, the roadmap that you guys are building. And so again, just to be clear, you're on Correct. Binance today, the drop is on Ethereum and then the, the, con- the, the staking and everything else. Will, yeah. Will so it'll stay on Ethereum. on Ethereum. Uh, we'll actually do with our secondary sales, we'll actually be doing buybacks on, uh, on the Binance smart chain as well. Um, so a lot of this, uh, the secondary is all going to roll okay. into the ecosystem and keep all of those, uh, all of those engines moving and kind of have it power itself. I, I love rockstar developers that will make all this happen. So that's, that's one of the greatest things. Absolutely love it. Um, Lewis, where can, where can people find you? They want to learn more, hang out. Uh, where, so Discord, Twitter is at, stuff. uh, burn one coin. Um, same thing with Instagram. Our, our website is burn one dot today or burn one coin.com. Um, and we've got a telegram group as well as a discord. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. We'll hang out for a little bit right here. Uh, Why Whales, thank you again so much for your time. This is Burn One, and we're looking forward to seeing that drop here soon. Uh, hopefully, we'll get whitelisted as well. So, very cool. And uh, Thanks so much, see you guys next time. Why Whales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbeck, a passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. 
YWales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show in your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywales.com. YWales is not affiliated with YPO, but at this time only allow for YPO, YPO Gold, and YNG members due to privacy and confidentiality. Support and production for today's episode was done by TruthWork Media. Nothing in the podcast constitutes professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.